What's up, world? This is Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney, and this is a podcast about Amazon Prime's new show, Homecoming, and Netflix movie, Triple Frontier. There's a lot of action in this podcast and a lot to talk about. I'm going to start things off with the Amazon show, Homecoming. Homecoming is a show about soldiers returning from war, they're dealing with PTSD, and they are sent to a recovery place, I think it's the best way to describe it, it's called Operation Homecoming, I mean, it's in the it's in the name, they're trying to get these soldiers back into the daily lives of things, it stars Stefan James, who's a brilliant actor, he was in the movie If Beale Street Could Talk, he was in the Jesse Owens movie, this guy is the real deal, it stars Julia Roberts, who's really the star of the show, she plays a character who is... There's something, I'm not going to spoil this show, but there's something amiss about the operation. But Julia Roberts' character is Heidi, and she's kind of like the therapist for the returning soldiers. Jeremy Allen White from from Shameless is in this show. Bobby Cannavale is the villain of this show. This show is so good, it's created by Sam Esmail, the guy who is most famous for Mr. Robot. He is the... Best director that's not famous right now. He is the best director. He's creating such good television. The show is compelling. And what I like about the show best, no violence in the show at all. It is compelling. It is interesting. It is fascinating. And there's no violence whatsoever. And I think that's something unique. There is a unique take on this show, and its performances are compelling. Yes, you can still be interesting just by talking. Julia Roberts is its full star power, Julia Roberts. Bobby Cannavale is killing it in movies like Ant-Man, and he kills it in this show. Jeremy Allen White, in a supporting role, straight up kills it in this show. This show is compelling. It's a thriller. It's a mystery. It's suspenseful. It is so good. Amazon Prime created the perfect television show. It's 10 quick episodes. There's really great supporting characters. There's a great lead. The chemistry between Stefan James who's one of the returning soldiers, and Julia Roberts, is amazing. Dialogue is still interesting. All you need to make good TV and good movies is great dialogue. And this show has it in bunches. The Stefan James, he's a brilliant actor. (laughs) Amazing performance by him in this. Again, he portrayed Jesse Owens in that movie. He's in the Beale Street Could Talk. That was an Oscar contending movie. This guy is the real deal. And he goes toe to toe with Julia Roberts and stand his ground. He is going to be a full on superstar in the acting world. I can't wait to see what this guy's next. But this show comes from the mind of Sam Esmail. Sam Esmail directed all 10 episodes. Now, this show goes back and forth from the present. To the past, and when it goes to the present, it's in widescreen, and when it goes to the past, it's full screen. This was a great indicator of you could tell which time period you're in, which is great for a show because a lot of the times nowadays, when you go back and forth between time, you really don't know where you're at in the show or where you're at in movies. It's a confusing thing to follow. This show is an easy follow. 
It's so easy. It's hand given to you, but it's still so interesting. It says a lot about what it's like to return from war. Again, it makes you feel bad. It makes, and then there's a plot twist of an evil scheme, and it just—it's such a good show. I couldn't recommend Homecoming anymore. This is the type of thing that's making TV so compelling. It's a quick mini series. There's going to be a season two. Julia Roberts, Heidi character, won't be returning, but still, I'm fascinated to see where this is going. But this comes from the mind of a guy. This is why entertainment is in the hands of the director. Sam Asmel created Mr. Robot. He turned Rami Malek into a star who's now on Oscars. Now he's using stars, already stars, in the form of Julia Roberts, and he just turned Stefan James into a minor star. This guy is the real deal. His mind. This is why these these platforms like Amazon and Netflix are straight up killing the game. They are using these unique minds and turning them into these stories. And they are telling these unique, compelling, amazing, astonishing stories. Homecoming is epic. That's the best way I can describe the show. You will never know where it's going. And you will downright love the ending. I loved the ending of this show. It was good from beginning to end. This is such a bingeable show. This is good. You're going to be interested. There's no violence to be that interesting about military and to be that interesting in an evil scheme that doesn't include violence. There is no war scenes at all. And to grab you and to make it compelling without those things is truly an astonishing feat. Julia Roberts was in full effect dialogue. Stefan James was in full effect as stars. Stars talking and doing interesting things are compelling enough for me. These are original stories. These aren't superhero stories. This was an amazing, groundbreaking show. The way it was shot, it was aesthetically pleasing and easy to follow. The best performance in the show, it's a freeway tie between Julia Roberts, Stefan James, and Bobby Cannavale. The scenes with Bobby Cannavale is... He plays the director of Homecoming, and most of the time he's talking with Julia Roberts on the phone, and it's a split screen between the two of them talking. These are the most compelling scenes I've seen in television over the last two or three years. The the back and forth between Heidi and, and Bobby Cannavale's character is epic. It's so good. I can't recommend this show anymore. If you have Amazon Prime, if you know somebody who has Amazon Prime... Try to watch Homecoming. It is just pure entertainment at its overall best. This is a show worth watching. Because a mind like Sam Asmel, I respect Sam Asmel the same way I respect other directors like Christopher Nolan or like David Fincher or Noah Baumbach or the great directors today. He just gets it. He is a titan in the industry now and when he directs a show or movie... I am going to watch that thing because of my utmost respect for Sam Esmail. As a creative mind, I am here for the directors and I'm here for their creativity. And Sam Esmail shines as this director and tells this story in such a great way. 
Homecoming on Amazon Prime. Couldn't say any more good things about it. It's time to shift gears now and talk about the new Netflix movie that I saw, Triple Frontier. Let me give you a quick synopsis of Triple Frontier. Triple Frontier is about five guys who are in a special ops team for the U.S. military, and they are reuniting for one final job set up by Poe, a character played by Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac is desperate to go after a Colombian drug lord named Lorena, and he gets his old special ops team to reunite and go after this baddie. This movie is epic. I'm going to go in all things Triple Frontier starting now. Let's talk about the good with Triple Frontier. I'm going to talk about the good, the bad, and the best performance. Let's start with the good. The good is this has a great cast. I am here for great actors working together. Let's talk about this cast. This cast has something for everyone, people. Oscar Isaac from Star Wars fame is in this movie. He again plays a character named Poe. It's amazing. He is epic in this movie. He is the fearless leader. Oscar, Oscar Isaac has taken this, like, Tom Cruise-like approach of being in these blockbusters. He's going to be in the next Dune movie. This guy is the real deal from Star Wars to X-Men. Okay, X-Men, maybe he's not on his brag list. But this guy is being in big blockbuster movies and taking chances. Alright, how about the next guy in this movie is a little-known actor named Ben Affleck. That's right, Ben Affleck is in this movie. He is playing the leader of this group, really. He is a dad who's in the real estate business and is driven back into his special ops team by Oscar Isaac's character. Charlie Hunnam is in this movie from Sons of Anarchy fame. That's right, Charlie Hunnam. You know him from big movies, King Arthur, all this. This cast is amazing, and it's a Netflix movie. Garrett Hedlund is in this movie. Garrett Hedlund is known from Tron Legacy. He's a pretty good actor. He's hysterical in this movie. More on that later. And Pedro Pascal is a really good supporting character in this. These five guys, these epic five guys, these are unique characters. Each one has their own tick. Charlie Hunnam's character is kind of the the conscious of the group. Gary Hedlund is the comedic performance. Pedro Pascal is like the the messed up guy. Ben Affleck is he, he's money driven, and Oscar Isaac is really the hero character. They're unique characters, and they're played by great actors. It's a great setup for what I think is a pretty decent movie. Good thing about this movie, Ben Affleck has one of the best speeches he's ever made in a movie. He Ben Affleck is known for his great speeches. He had a great speech in the movie The Boiler Room. He has great speeches in The Town. This movie, he has his best speech to get his special op brothers to either get in on this mission or quit this mission. It is one of the best scenes in the movie. Ben Affleck is at his best when he is a supporting character. When he has to lead a movie, it goes bad. When he has to be Daredevil, things go bad. But when he's in a movie like Goodwill Hunting, when he's in a movie like Shakespeare in Love, when he's in this movie, he shines because he uses his charm and his wit and his likability. And when he's a supporting character, you're like, okay, he's a dirtbag. But I'm okay with him being a dirtbag. Sometimes you don't want your lead characters to play a dirtbag. And no offense to Ben Affleck, he is great playing a dirtbag. 
He is the all-time great at playing a charming, witty dirtbag. It's fine. He's great in this movie. He He's obsessed with money. This is his last chance. Again, he's in the real estate business, and now he's back in the special ops group with a team of guys who've been working together for a decade. And this is his last chance at a huge, if not illegal, payday. It's so good. He's so good in this movie. Another great thing about this movie is its heist scenes. Again, the, I, who doesn't love a good heist movie? From Ocean's 12 to Logan Lucky to Ocean's 8 even. A heist movie is just a great selling point. And a military special ops movie about a heist of a drug lord. Sign me up. It includes... Uh, heist movies are all about its great cast, but it's also gra- about its great heist scenes. There are some all-time great heist scenes in this movie. There's a point where they get to this guy's Lorena's house, and the walls are literally filled with money. It reminds me of that Ben Stiller movie that I love, Tower Heist, where the car is literally made out of gold. The premises of these heist movies are insane and not believable, but you just buy, 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 because you know what? You're in for a good time, and folks, I am in for a good time with these movies. They are fun. Who cares if it's not believable that this guy would fill his walls full of money? It's Netflix, I'm I'm chilling, I'm into the premise, I'm full on believing it, it's great, it's full on entertainment, and it is so good to watch, it is so good to watch, like Pedro Pascal going through the walls, Ben Affleck's character desperate for money, it is such a good watch. Okay, another good thing, Garrett Hedlund's character of Benny, he is the comedic relief of this movie. The, the first time we meet Benny, he is a UFC amateur fighter who's been in the special ops and he's down in his dumps. It is, he is, he is all time. He's singing songs. He is having a good time. Garrett Hedlund does not have to carry this movie. He is just in for a good time. He has some really good moments. He is Charlie Hunnam's character's little brother. They have a good rapport. He, he's just so good. There's a scene. Again, he gets punched in the face in a UFC fight. He is just, his full getup is insane. He is the pure comedic relief of this movie. There's literally a scene where they are starting a fire and he literally burns money. That's right, people. If if you're going to see this movie at all, see it for Garrett Hedlund burning money. It's worth it. I really like Garrett Hedlund's work. He's been in some, he was inside, he was in the movie Inside Lewin Davis. He works with good directors. I'm all on board for Garrett Hedlund in these small supporting roles. Again, he's not really a lead character like Ben Affleck, but he's, he's there for the good time. All the other guys are taking this mission way too seriously. Oscar Isaac's character, Ben Affleck's character, Charlie Hunnam's character, and Pedro Pascal, they're all taking this as life and death. And then you have Garrett Hedlund who's just like, I could go back to the UFC if this doesn't work out, and I'm going to burn money on my time. It's just so good. It's it's a really solid, funny performance. And the last thing that I find good about this movie is its great ending. It ends on a cliffhanger with Charlie Hunnam's character handing something to Oscar Isaac. You're going to have to see the movie to find out, because I'm not going to spoil it here. But it's a really, really solid ending. Those are all the things that are good about the movie. But in a movie like this, there's going to be some bad stuff. 
All right, ready for the bad here? The bad guy, Lorena the drug lord. We obsess, obsess, obsess about this guy for the first half hour of the movie. And Oscar Isaac's character's Poe is all in on trying to hunt this guy down. And, and you're like, okay, this is where this movie is headed. And then when they actually do end up killing Lorena, it's just not, It's it doesn't work at all. He's not played, first of all, he should have been played by somebody famous. It's just my opinion. He, they should have developed his character more. He never said a word, really. Maybe that was the point. This movie's not really about Lorena. But why did we waste so much of my time talking about Lorena, the drug lord, to just have him killed and then be like, Okay, it's going to be about something else now. There's so much of the movie not about Lorena that it's like, why did we waste our entire time? Oscar Isaac literally didn't really care that much after he killed him. It didn't seem like it was a huge relief. It just seemed like it was more about the money. More on the money than later. But Lorena the drug lord, where are you at, man? Where are you at? What was the point of that nonsense? What was the point of Lorena the drug? He was built up as this big baddie who's ruining Colombia, and then all of a sudden he's just killed and no one cares? Why did, why did we do, uh, I just sometimes you're like, why did we even build this guy up just to have him die and mean nothing? He meant literally nothing to this movie. Literally less than nothing of importance about Lorena the drug lord, who we had to spend the first 30 minutes explaining his wrath of terror and how these guys had to team up to take him down but okay another thing that's bad the moral lessons of this movie i'm sorry i'm not here to have a moral lesson from the movie triple frontier about how bad money is we we understand how bad money can be and it can make people do some pretty messed up things i didn't care much for the whole the the whole moral of the story that money drives people to do insane things i'm sorry I'm I'm just not here for that. I'm not here for the anti-money propaganda thing. I get it. I'm not the biggest fan of money myself, but I'm not here for movies teaching. I'm not here for movies like Triple Frontier teaching me a lesson. I'm here for Gary Hedlund burning money and and having a good time. Like that's what I was here for. Triple Frontier. The main goal should be me having a good time. And for the most part, I did have a good time watching it. I did not have a good time being told that, oh, Ben Affleck's character was driven insane by money. Like that's not something I'm here for. I'm sorry. We wasted, again, we wasted so much time with Lorena the Drug Lord, and then it became this movie about anti-money and why people do things for money. We've done that movie before. That's been done. Most people know money makes people do some pretty messed up things. I don't need a movie telling me this. And the last thing I really didn't like about this movie is this cliche helicopter scene where the helicopter can't get over this mountain unless the five guys dump their money out of the helicopter. I'm sorry. I don't believe it. I get what you're doing. You're being like they have to choose their lives or the money and Ben Affleck has to even think about it. I get what you're doing with that nonsense. I really do. I get what you're trying to do. It's an anti-money movie. I get it. I really do. It's just my least favorite parts 
of the movie are that. It's fine. You can do your anti-money war movie. It's fine. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying I didn't enjoy it. And I thought it was ridiculous that these guys, these special op guys who have been for 10 years together couldn't make a plan. And again, the fact that Charlie Hunnam can just call a character for a helicopter whenever he wants. Why didn't you guys plan this ahead in case you got... Lots more money than you expected. You would think going after a drug lord, you would maybe, I don't know, plan these things out in advance. That was just something I personally did not enjoy was the helicopter scene where, again, they literally had to throw money out. And Ben Affleck's character is having a a full-on panic attack about his money. Uh, Again, I, I just didn't need the moral lessons of triple frontier on netflix okay it's time for best performance time there were a lot of good performances in this movie again ben affleck from oscar isaac the winner of this movie is charlie hunnam when we meet charlie hunnam's character he is giving a speech to new recruits to the u.s military and he is saying you are either all in or you're not Try to stay for your country. All this nonsense. His speech is all time good in the beginning of this movie. Charlie Hunnam is the conscious of the movie. He's also the most interesting character in the movie. Because he starts off being on Ben Affleck's side. And then he starts to see the problems with his mentor. Who's now money obsessed. I think Charlie Hunnam's character has the biggest change from beginning to end of this movie. In the beginning of the movie, he would have done literally anything for Ben Affleck's character. At the end of the movie, he wants absolutely nothing to do with the guy. And I think Charlie Hunnam played that off. A++. I am a big believer. My Charlie Hunnam stock is rising, rising, rising. This guy is an interesting movie star type. He was somewhere in between Garrett Hedlund's comedic relief and Oscar Isaac's total seriousness as an actor. And that's something I can fully invest in. Overall, Triple Frontier is a really, really good movie. I recommend you seeing this movie. There are, again, there's always going to be some good, there's always going to be some bad, and the best performance goes to Charlie Hunnam. Thanks again for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney. There will be a new episode of Pop Culture Spotlight every Thursday. This week I put the spotlight on Homecoming on Amazon and Triple Frontier Movie on Netflix. Next week, putting the spotlight on actor extraordinaire Robert Pattinson and Solo, a Star Wars movie. Don't miss out on that one. Thanks again for listening. (laughs) 